This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Burt Show. We're going to get Sierra on here in just one second. She needs some accountability. Her New Year's resolution is being tested this weekend, and she knows it, and she wants to be held accountable publicly. We will give her that help here in just one second. Look, for those of you that are going through a tough co-parenting situation, I share this story to let you know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. You're going to give people hope. I want to give you guys a little bit of hope because I know these things are tough, man. Um, my ex-wife and I have been divorced now for, shoot, I don't even know, eight years maybe? Eight and a half? Something right. like that? Why are you looking at us? Right. Like, wow. <laughs> I just got here. <laughs> I don't even know. Eight years, three months, and 42 days. <laughs> so many breakups, I just can't put them all together. Um, so like eight, yeah, something like that. Um, and... For those of you that are going through a tough co-parenting situation, there are so many peaks and valleys when you're trying to co-parent that the one thing I am really proud of with my ex-wife and I is that we have always maintained, even in the times when we didn't like each other very much, that we have always maintained that we were going to keep it healthy for the kids. Mm -hmm. I can tell you from my point of view, I I have never said a bad word about uh, their mother. And we have always really tried very, very hard to make sure that the kids were first, even when we didn't like each other, man. And I understand what you guys are going through. Here's what I'm getting to now is here we are now, whatever it was, eight, eight and a half years later. And we're at a point now, me and my ex-wife, where we're friends again. It can actually happen so much so that she got a new job and she is also leaving this weekend to take uh, our eldest to um, back to SCAD and she didn't have a place to um, take the dogs. So I'm going to start fostering her dogs now. So well, you're not fostering your dog sitting because fostering is like when somebody fosters a dog it's because they're going to give it away to somebody else. Is it? Yeah. Okay, so when she goes, she's with her new job, she's going to be traveling quite a bit. Yes. So I'll probably be babysitting, dog sitting, whatever you want to call them, like every couple of weeks. Um, Which is really, it's a win-win all the way around. Because you you get a dog, but you don't get a dog. Exactly. (gasps) Right, it is. Um, But just the fact that we're now at a place where she can ask, I was so stoked that she got this new job also because she's been busting her ass um, to get a new job. Um, And the fact that we're at a place now where she can ask and I'm totally open to it is we are in just such a good place. And it hasn't always been like that. So I want you guys to know that if you're fresh off of a divorce or you're going through these peaks and valleys, that it's not always going to be that way. The valley is not always going to be that way, at least in my experience. 
it doesn't have to be that way. And the most important thing you can do, I think, is be healthy for your kids. And sometimes I understand when I get your DMs and stuff, like you want to engage in a healthy relationship, but the other person's being an a-hole. I don't really know how to address that um, because I think Stacy and I were equal a-holes to each other, <laughs> but always put that aside for the kids. So I guess what I'm trying to say here is it can get better if both people are willing. And I hope that for you and I hope that for your kids. Um, you got divorced in 2015. So it's been nine years. That's right. Years. That was that real crap year, man. That, yeah. Woo! That was the worst. It's been nine years. So it'll be 10 years next year. All right. Time for Sheila. Maybe we should we can have an anniversary divorce <laughs> dinner <laughs> or something. I Actually, you know, she got this new job, and the first thing I said to her is, "You know what? I want to take you out to dinner and celebrate." Aww. So, so yeah, wow. th- things are going really well. Good. So it's there. Guys. It's there. You can get there. I promise you. It just takes nine years. It just <laughs> it might take a decade. And again, it always hasn't been bad, and it always yeah. hasn't been great. But these peaks and valleys, man. When you're in the valleys, I understand where you guys are coming from. That you think you're not going to get out of it, and and I just want to give you a little hope that it is real possible to climb out of that and have a healthy co-parenting relationship. I hope that Beautiful helps. Beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. I see Erin needs some help here. She wants accountability. She made a New Year's resolution. She wants to stick to it. She wants to be strong, but she wants public accountability. What's going on, Sierra? Hi. Good morning. Hey. Um, yeah, I, I need some help. Basically, my ex-boyfriend and I broke up around this time last year. Um, I had a really, really difficult time getting over him. Um, to be honest, I've been really weak and I've let him, you know, walk all over me and use me repeatedly. And a couple times after the breakup, you know, he'd call me, he'd say he wanted to talk. I'd go to his place and not much talking about us, whatever happened, you know, we'd end up hooking up. Um, he'd be nice for about a day or so. And then he'd, ghost me for several days or he would text me and tell me that you know it was a mistake and we're not getting back together so after a few times of that I started to realize that you know any encounter with him would basically just be a hookup and nothing more and every time I'm around him he my emotions would just get you know the best of my my judgment and we just hook up and every time it seems like, I feel like the breakup is fresh again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's happened, like, six times. I'm not proud of that. Um, the last time was around Thanksgiving. Um, I haven't seen him since, but we still have the same friend group, so that's tough. Um, so I'll see him this week at a friend's house. And I decided my New Year's resolution is to finally, finally get over him and definitely not hook up with him ever again. And I really need some advice about how to get over him, but more urgently, like how to keep myself from hooking up with him because I just get sucked back in. Sure. Okay. There were two, there are two superficial things right off the bat. First of all, when's the last time you shaved your legs? (laughs) A week ago. Okay, good. Good. Don't touch them. (laughs) Don't touch them and take all the collagen. And so your hair will grow on your legs for this weekend, all right? And the second thing is, do you have, like, your period panties around? 
<clears throat> yeah, of course. The really naughty one, the nasty ones that you only wear during that. <laughs> you you wear those this weekend when you're at that party. So it is, you're not feeling sexy. And even if he wants to, there is no way, no way. Those are the two superficial things. I'll leave it to these guys to do something deeper. <laughs> that, that trick never works okay. because the second you stop shaving your legs, that's when your ex co- starts coming in hot. That's when they really start turning on the charm. It's like they can sense it. They're like, ooh, I can smell the period panties from here. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when they're like, we're really hooking up tonight. No, no, no. What you have to do when you're getting over somebody, you start to idealize the best parts of that relationship. And all of a sudden, it can be very, very easy to just picture the best parts of what it was like to be with him. So it seems like, oh, God, of course we should get back together. Of course we should hook up. So what I want you to do before you see him again is I want you to journal at least three different examples of when he made you feel like absolute garbage. Solid. You need to remember the lowest of the lows, because if you just keep thinking about how much you miss him, you're going to be thinking about all of the great parts of that relationship. And don't get me wrong. I'm sure that there were, but you also have to remember the bad parts so that you don't fall into the trap of thinking that you didn't dodge a bullet with this guy. And then after you yeah. write those, you stuff them into your period panties <laughs> oh, wow. when you go to the party. So that's double okay. protection. It's it's odd because um, we're, we're kind of in the same lane here. Not quite. I, I had a similar idea as writing down on little slivers of paper all the crap he did to you and put them in your pocket. And while you're at this party, throughout the party, pull out one of these little slips of paper, read it, be reminded of the D-bag he is, go and throw it away. So throughout the party, you have these reminders of why you are not with him and why you have no business hooking up oh, with him. Oh, that's good. Hey, Sierra, what are you reading? What's that note you've got there? Can I see it? <laughs> you're just going to, you know, you broke the seal. You're in the bathroom a lot. <laughs> I'm afraid by that, like, 11th piece of paper, she's going to be throwing punches at this dude. He's going to have no idea where it even came from. I, I think all of those are great. And I got a, a friend who's going through a similar situation, and he reached out to me for help. And he told me he wanted me to be his lean guy. So I think in those lonely times when you feel like you're about to make those bad decisions, it's good to have somebody that you can call and lean on. And he also did this to himself. He told me that he would give me $250 of his own money anytime he saw her. And he would be honest about it. And he would have to pay me that money. And he's not paid me. So it has worked so far. Damn. I like this idea of having like an accountability buddy also. Which you see out in bars and clubs all the time anyway. When you want to hook up with a dude, there's always one girl pulling you away from him. You can't go. You can't go. So this is what you need at this party. All right. So, so, so she doesn't get busted. And so we leave no evidence behind. So somebody doesn't find a slip of paper. <laughs> with her having written something horrible about him. What if you enlist a friend, you give her a list of things, and throughout the party, she has to text you like every 30 minutes, every 45 minutes with something bad he did. That way you're just picking up your phone and reading a text, and it's like constantly like stuff he did. You don't even have to have a friend text you. You can just set calendar reminders to pop up mm. or timers or alarms and just label it the thing he did. So every so often you'll get a calendar reminder that's like, hey, remember that time he did X, Y, and Z? And then you can just delete it. No paper trail. Taking care these of these are good. Oh, I was just gonna say, put it in your notes app. I feel like these are all opportunities for some for your phone to buzz and someone picks it up and they're like, "What do you mean he cheated on you with your best friend? <laughs> <laughs> Who are we talking about?" All right, plenty of ideas there, Sierra. Plenty. <laughs> if you come back here on Monday and you said, "Dang it, I messed up and I slept with him," this is totally and completely on you. <laughs> I, I really hope that's not what I'm saying. So I, I think they're great ideas, and I'm, I'm gonna do that. All right, we'll talk to you on Monday, okay? Okay. All right, bye bye. 
the Burt Show.